Thanks for joining us today at Springwell Church, where we want to draw spiritually thirsty people to Jesus by loving God, loving each other, and loving the world. We hope that today's message builds you up, gives you a little insight, and helps you find a brand new perspective. You can find us in Taylor, South Carolina, and online at springwell.org. That's springwell.org. Now let's jump into the message. I am so excited to be able to share with you guys this morning. One of the things that I love the most about my job is that I have the privilege of being the champion for everything that helps families win. Uh, That includes what we do on Sunday mornings in kids' ministry, student ministry on Sunday nights, um, things like this with FX and Kids Camp, uh, Candy Dash, all of those kind of things. And I have to say, there is nowhere else on earth that I would rather do what I do with the group of people that I get to do it with. Um, Watching the passion that I saw throughout the course of this week gets me excited. And I I love seeing the smiles on families' faces when they walk in the building, when they leave. Thank you, Springwell, for helping make that a reality. And I just wanted to share that before we're going today. Also... It made me a proud family and student pastor to watch the number of teenagers serve the next generation this past week, both here but also in Guatemala. Um, If you didn't catch it, Gavin, one of our students who was doing the the video, did a lot of shoveling. Um, I don't know if y'all caught that or not. Um, And here's the thing. I am certain that him and everyone else who were there worked very hard at doing that. Um, I also, as, uh, as in, in my role, have the privilege of being able to share ministry um, with Pastor Matthew, um, who is our kids pastor. Um, I cannot imagine being able to do what I do without him being a part of it. Um, his creativity, his heart for people, his attention to detail is... Um, beyond anything that I've ever experienced in my 20 plus years of ministry. And uh, I'm grateful. And I hope that you guys know how for how grateful or that you are grateful and that you understand the blessing that we have for him and Ansley being here and being a part of Springwell. Uh, so I just want to share that uh, with you this morning. Uh, last week at, at Kids Camp, um, we talked the entire week about how to follow Jesus here, there, and everywhere. Now, It's not like we can see Jesus right in front of us and we can walk right behind him and go exactly where he goes and everywhere that he leads, which means we have to figure out and find out what Jesus said and what Jesus did, and that all comes from the Bible. So that's what we did this week with kids and volunteers is to talk about that. And as we read the pages of the Bible, we find out what Jesus said, what Jesus did, and then how we can apply that to our lives so that we can do that every single day. Now, you may not know today, um, but Jesus is the Son of God. He is also the Savior of the world. Now, while he was on earth, there were people who didn't understand that, and they didn't believe that. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was raised in Nazareth. As he grew into being an adult, he was actually baptized by his cousin John, and then he spent some time in the wilderness with God, just him and God. 
after he came back from the wilderness, he actually, people started to follow Jesus. They started to follow around. They wanted to listen to him teach. They watched him as he healed individuals. He actually chose his closest followers, whom we call his disciples, and then, oh, well, hey, Tanner. Oh, hey, Brian, what's up? Why? Well, I know that we did the stories together this past week, but this is a little different what you're doing. Yeah, I just brought a box of props to help tell a story about what Jesus did. Oh, oh, like what? What kind of stuff you got oh, in there? Let me, let me show you. So I've got a few things in here, I think. Like we got this little, this little dog here. Okay. It's one, one of my favorites. Okay. And then if we go a little deeper in here, we get stuff like this rubber chicken. <laughs> okay. Always a fan favorite. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, well, since we did it last week, why don't, I mean, it may be fun to go ahead and do that. You guys good? The Hanner, Tanner helps us with props to help tell the story. Okay, so we'll do that. That works. Um, so people started following Jesus, and as Jesus saw them following him, uh, at one point in time, he actually goes up on a mountainside, and his disciples go with him, and the people follow, and they sit down, and Jesus begins to teach them, and he starts to say some amazing things to these people. He says things like in Matthew 5, 9, blessed are those who make peace, they will be called the children of God. You know, that kind of reminds me of something. Like, let's say I'm talking to my friends, we're talking about favorite movies, and we'll take, we'll take Toy Story, for example. I can be talking to my friends... And it's a good one. And one of my friends can be like my friend over here clapping like, it's the best movie ever made. But then my other friend can say something like, man, this is for babies. But I could, instead of trying to take a side, I can just say it's okay to have different thoughts on a movie. We can still be friends, and that's okay. Let's, let's just go play some soccer. Yeah, I mean, that works. I mean, it's good, right, to make peace in situations in our life, whether it be with family or friends, that was what Jesus was talking about there. In Matthew 5, he continues and says, love your enemies. Pray for those who hurt you. That also kind of reminds me back to my wonderful soccer ball that okay. I love very much. And let's say somebody takes this soccer ball that I love very much, and it's just, boom, gone over the fence, never to be seen again. And I don't know about you, Brian, but I would be very mad if that happened. Sure. But instead of trying to get even, I can just pray for those who hurt us, like Jesus said. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Jesus' words that he said, the things that he taught weren't always easy. This is a great example of that. However, this is a great example of how God loves us. Because in the same way that people hurt us or people... Um, offend us, we're meant to pray for them, that we're meant to love those people the same way that as human beings we sin, we disobey God, we hurt God, yet he still loves us. It's a great example of that. And by including this in what he was saying, Jesus was showing us of how we can make our friendships and our relationships with others right with other people. So how about this one? In Matthew 6, 25, and then in verse 33 as well, says, I tell you, do not worry. Put God's kingdom first. Do what he wants you to do. Now, Brian, I don't know about you, and I don't know about any of you, but I worry all the time. You know, I worry about how my day's going to go, it's going to go the way I want or not, and then sometimes I worry if I've got enough money here 
to get, I don't know, some stuff that I want to get, you know? Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, we want to have those kind of things. But Jesus just didn't say, don't worry. He actually said, put God's kingdom first. Instead of worrying, put God's kingdom first and do what he wants you to do. You see, that day, Jesus' teachings were full of amazing things that were making people think about their relationship with God and their relationships with others. Jesus finished this entire message, this entire conversation with these people by painting a word picture that would help us understand about what he was saying, but also how we could put it into practice. So listen to this. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 25, everyone who hears my words and puts them into practice is like a wise man. He builds his house on the rock. The rain comes down, the water rises, the winds blow and beat against that house, but it does not fall. It is built on the rock. Did you guys catch the first part of what I said in Matthew 7, 24? Everyone who hears my words and puts them into practice is like a wise man. In other words, it's not just enough to hear Jesus' words. It's not just enough to read his words. It's not just enough to sing about his words. We have to do what he says. Now, words like we've already read about do not worry or bless are those who make peace or uh, to pray for our enemies. We have to put that into practice every single day. So, Tanner, do you think that you have an example to show us of a house built on a really sturdy foundation? Well, you are in luck, Brian, because right in here at the bottom, I have got some houses for you. You have everything in this box. You have to stay It prepared. feels like, it's, does it extend? No, okay. I no, just, just no, no, you've no. got all kind of stuff in this box. So could you give me an example then of a house built on a sturdy foundation? Well, a house built on a rock. You are once again lucky, Brian, because I also have... You are. It's amazing me. how lucky I am right now. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we have a pool full of rocks, okay? Mm -hmm. So what did Jesus say? He said that a wise man builds his house on the rock, and everyone who puts his words to practice are like that wise man, that the rain comes down, the water rises, the winds blow against, against and beat that house, but it does not fall. It is a house built on rock. Okay, so there we go. A house built on a firm foundation that's not going anywhere. But Jesus continued, and he actually talked about what happens when we don't do what he says. And in Matthew 7, 26 and 27, he said, Everyone who hears my words and puts them into practice, or who hears my words and does not put them into practice, is like a foolish man. He builds his house on sand. The rain comes down, the water rises, the winds blow and beat against that house, and it falls with a loud crash. Now, that doesn't sound good. Tanner, am I so lucky that you would actually have another example of a house being built on sand? Brian, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> right over here, I have the perfect thing just for you. In this pool, we have sand. Sand, amazing. I cannot believe it. So could you show us what it looks like then for... A person who Jesus said that if we don't put his words into action, 
It's like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. That the rains come, the water rises, the winds blow and get a beat, blow and get beat against the house, and then it falls with a loud crash. I mean, this is an example. So this is the picture that Jesus is painting. When we do what he says, we're putting our house on a firm foundation. When we do what we want to do, the things that the world tells us we need to do, we're building our house on sand. And I don't know about you, I don't want my house built on sand because if it rains anything like it did yesterday evening at my house, it's probably not going to stand there long. So I don't know about y'all. I think it's about time to put these two foundations to the test. Let's see what happens with these things when they actually go through a storm. You wouldn't happen to have anything to show us a storm, would you, Tanner? You might be the luckiest man today. <laughs> well, then let's show everyone what happens, and we'll read it one more time as we do this. Jesus said, everyone who hears my words and puts them into practice is like a, a wise man. He builds his house on a rock. The rain comes down. Rain comes down. The water rises. The winds blow and get and beat the house, but it does not fall. It's built on rock. So what about the sand? Jesus said that anyone who doesn't put his words into practice are like a foolish man. He builds his house on the sand. The rain comes. The water rises. The wind Blows against and beats the house. <laughs> and the house falls with a loud crash. Now, Tanner and I did this all week, but can y'all give him a hand for coming out here and demonstrating the story for us tonight or today? Thank you, Tanner. I appreciate it. There you have it. One house built on a sturdy foundation, a firm foundation, the other not so much. Jesus made it clear that anyone who puts his words into practice builds their life on a foundation that will be strong no matter what happens in life. Now, I don't know about you, but I want my house to be built on a strong foundation. Because I'm sure, like me, you've had some things that have happened in your life that have been real storms. Arguments and disagreements, pain, hurt, grief, disappointment. Issues that have gone on with family. Addiction that's taken root in your life. But the one thing that I can always count on it's when the rain comes and the water rises and the wind beats against my life. That if I'm taking what Jesus said and I'm not just hearing it, but I'm doing it, I'm built on a firm foundation. That even though those things happen, this is the foundation. In our lives, 
it's so easy to build it on where we want to build it. It's easy for us to say, well, this is what everyone else in their family is doing. So my family needs to do that. It's easy to say, this is what everyone else has. So I have to attain these things in order to be successful. I feel this way today. So I'm going to build my life on my feelings. The thing is, when it comes to all of that, when the rain comes and the water rises and the winds blow and beat against your life, all of those things are like sand. They fall apart. And if the foundation of your life is built on something that moves and shifts and is not sturdy, then we fall with a loud crash. I want to talk to the adults in the room for a second. What Jesus taught here is something that we need to keep in our minds and a part of our lives all the time. Because no matter who you are as an adult, there is always someone who is a part of the next generation that is looking at you in your life, whether you realize it or not. What they see is either us prioritizing Jesus' words in our relationship with him and us building our lives on a firm foundation, or they see us prioritizing everything else that we want to do or that the world says we should be doing, and he, we see it built on sand. They're either seeing us prioritize those things and follow through with one or the other. As a parent... Just as an adult, my desire is for the next generation to see an example of what a life looks like built on firm foundation. Not on the things that I want, but on the things that Jesus said and the things that he did so that I can experience that and then show it to the rest of the world. I'm going to ask everyone to close their eyes, bow their head with me. This is such a big part of following Jesus. The bottom line for the story when we did this in the course of this week was do what Jesus says. It's really easy to hear what Jesus says. It's much easier to hear someone else talk about it. It's much easier to sing about it. It's a whole other thing when we have to live it out. Doing what Jesus says. Not because he said, go do this, because I said so. It's doing what Jesus said because everything that he said, he demonstrated. 
He put God's kingdom first the way that he told us that we should do that. He loved his enemies. He prayed for those who hurt him. He made peace and taught people how to do it. And he did that. And he came to earth for one purpose only, for all of that to take place with us. As God's son, he came to earth and was sinless and never did anything. He didn't sin like we do. Therefore, he became a perfect sacrifice for us. He died on a cross. He paid the price for our sin, not his, ours. He died, was buried. He rose again three days later. And the same power that raised him from the dead is the same power that we can experience in our lives. Forgiveness for our sin. That even though we were the ones who sinned, he wanted to make peace. This is the kind of example that I desire for the next generation to see. And for some of us in the room today, maybe this is the first time that you've heard this. And maybe today you are thinking about how your life is built on some things and it seems like every time the rain falls and the water rises and the winds blow and beat against your life, that it's like on the sand and it, your life continuously starts to fall apart and it's not stable. And you don't know what to do. All I can tell you is trust your life to Jesus. He's already demonstrated how much he loved you. He died for you. He rose again. He wants to, to, for, he, to forgive your sin. He wants to, to give you new life. And he wants to be your friend. And he wants to have a relationship with you. And when you start to do and follow him, your life will be on a sturdy foundation. It doesn't mean that the rain won't come. And it doesn't mean that the winds won't blow in your life. But what it does mean is that you will have a firm foundation that you can always count on. So if you're here today and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus and trust your life to him, you can just say something like this to him. God, I admit that I'm a sinner and I'm building my life on what I want. It's unstable and I feel like I'm about to fall apart but I believe that you love me so much that you sent your son Jesus to earth that he died on a cross for my sin he was buried that he rose again and I believe that today you want to forgive my sin so I'm confessing that I'm a sinner I'm believing that you're going to save me today Today, I commit my life to you. 
change me and make me something new. And may I do exactly what we heard today. Do what you say. God, thank you for what we experienced this week at kids camp. Thank you for what we've experienced today in this room. For the families who will be changed for eternity because of what they've experienced. And we're grateful that you wanted us to be a part of that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.